0: Hey, y'all, you're listening to Crying and Trying, the podcast, the comprehensive guide for cultivating emotional intelligence in a fucked up world. This podcast focuses on how oppressive systems and the human experience interact and impact our mental health. As a disclaimer, I am not a licensed mental health care professional or an expert. I am just one human who has lived through the mental health experience, sharing my story and giving my advice. Please, if you or someone you know needs help, seek it out immediately by a professional. I will have hotlines, warm lines, and other support resources available in the show notes. Hello again, listeners, and welcome if this is your first time listening to the show. Um, My name is Lexi, and I am the host. Again, this is Crying and Tryin', the podcast, uh, the comprehensive guide to cultivating emotional intelligence in a fucked up world um if you are a returning listener thank you for coming back if this is your first time thank you for giving me a shot um so this podcast uh has a very niche but also very broad topic um so i talk about the intersection of mental health and oppressive systems um and you know because i'm talking about mental health and everything in our lives affects mental health i can really talk about anything um so you can kind of start wherever with the show um you can go in chronological order it doesn't really matter whatever works for you but um yeah so and the other great thing about this is you know because mental health is affected by everything in our life I am never going to run out of things to talk about for this show. Um, My life is content. And, like, not that I'm trying to make it become content or I'm trying to put myself in certain situations in order to have episodes, but, you know, like, something shitty happens or I see a thread on Twitter and it makes me think of something. Like, I I have this space and this platform to talk about it. So the thing that I want to talk about today is this attitude around poor people and um the judgment that they get whenever they do anything costing money. So if you um are new to the show or don't follow me on social media like I haven't talked about it a ton on the show um but I am struggling a lot financially. Like I have lived in poverty my entire life. Um went to an expensive school. And I mean, I'm going to get into all of this stuff. I like plan on doing an about me episode. Um, and like just giving my whole like story to kind of give some context for, you know, where I'm coming from with my views and opinions and, um, fuck, what was I saying with that? (laughs) Um, oh, so yeah, I've lived in poverty my whole life. Um, I went to school, and then got a bunch of debt. I have a bunch of medical debt um, and dental debt. And, you know, I've just had a lot of shitty cards dealt to me. um, And I've been trying really hard to dig myself out of poverty without like, you know, I didn't, my mom, my parents, my mom didn't have the tools to help me. And like, it wasn't really something that was taught in school. And so, you know, I'm kind of trying to teach myself, which is not Different experience for most people. Like, I think we're all just kind of trying to do this ourselves, and that is part of the problem. Like, and it makes it hard and it sucks. Uh, but like, so now you know, I'm trying I'm trying to get out of this, and so like I have been a poor person even when I was making eighty-five thousand dollars a year, like just because my salary changed to that, like I only had that job for six months before. Um, You know, I ended up needing to go to a different one. And that's something that I can't talk about, uh, just at this time. But, um, you know, like, (laughs) people have these, people just make assumptions all the time about everybody and about everything. And And I think that's really, you know, where a lot of problems in society in general stem from is people just make assumptions. They assume that they have all the information or they assume that they know what this person is thinking and they're engaging in these cognitive distortions. And, um, and then that, you know, leads to resentment and all these other harbored feelings that are difficult to deal with. And those feelings wouldn't have come around if you had more information to begin with. And, um... You know, I think if we all kind of try to approach things from a place of curiosity, instead of like, I know everything, and I'm assuming all of these things, that it would help everybody in a lot of ways. And that's actually something that comes up in therapy all the time. Um, My therapy specifically is curiosity. And um, like one, and I'll get into this at some point, I might actually even have my therapist on to the talk about it, because she could explain it better than I could. Um, but, you know, when it comes to poor people, I think a lot of people who have never been in that situation or, um, you know, there's a lot of different interpretations of what poor means and what impoverished means. And, you know, I have always considered myself poor. I've considered myself poor when I had a stable home, when I didn't have to worry about food, when I didn't have to worry about my utilities. I also considered myself poor when I was, you know, homeless. And when I, my utilities were getting shut off and all that sort of stuff. And like through my whole adult life, I have considered myself poor. However, I have always been able to pay my bills. Like I have never, like, this is really the first uh, month that I'm late on payments ever in my whole life. So I always have like, just barely been getting by. And you know, I admit that I need some more financial literacy. And I am working on I'm, on getting that, but that's also an accessibility thing. Like depending on the community that you're in, um, that you're born into and the resources available to you, like you might not know where to go to get this information to figure out how to achieve better financial stability. Uh, to talk to a lot of financial counselors, you have to pay for a consultation which is so fucking ass backwards. This person is saying they can't manage their money and they need help. And then like, they have to pay to have someone help them. And like, I mean, I understand that, you know, they, they need a job, but like for a consultation, like those should be free. And then that way, after you talk to them, they're like, yes, I can help you. Then you start paying for the services. But like, There's all these barriers to helping people get financial literacy. And that's something, you know, that I'm coming to terms with. Like, there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot I don't understand. And it has negatively impacted me. Um, But anyway, so, you know, like, I've been poor, even though, like, my bills have been on time. I had a decent credit score. But, like, I have made a lot of mistakes. I did spend a lot more money in college than I should have. Like, I was on co-ops, and I was making $22 an hour as a college student, And like, you know, yeah, I did, did not save like I should have, I did pay off a lot of my student loans and I did some responsible things, but you know, I was in college. It's also the first time that I had any sort of freedom after leaving like an abusive home environment. Um, And I had a really, really awful childhood. So it was like really my first opportunity at freedom. And so um, obviously like it makes sense that there would be some reckless spending happening. So I, I did get to a point where like, you know, I realized that my spending habits needed to change. And, um, you know, then I, I don't even remember when this was, but it was, it was a decent amount of time ago. Like I was trying to pay down my credit card debt and a lot of my credit card debt is from medical bills and therapy, um, um, And, like, a few tattoos. But, you know, that's one of the reckless spending things. Like, I don't need a tattoo, but it's something that makes me feel good. And we'll get into that in a moment. Um, But it's also, like, oh, fuck, what was I saying? This is my brain. I literally can never remember the words that just came out of my mouth, like, a minute ago. So we're saying blah, 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 pay bills. Okay, so I'm paying off my credit card and, you know, I got to a point I had paid it down and then I had an emergency and then I had another emergency. And honestly, you know, what ends up happening is like I have to go to um, an acute partial hospitalization program and those aren't cheap, even with insurance like I end up having to. Pay for the program and also take a cut in pay to go on short term disability or a leave of absence. So that's the other thing is like, I haven't had consistent income for the last five or so years because I have been having such severe mental health challenges. Like, every time I get ahead, then I end up having a breakdown and needing to take a step back. And then I'm not making as much money. And then it's this never-ending cycle and then I end up going too hard and burning myself out again and so I'm finally starting to realize that like this isn't this isn't it (laughs) like this isn't the game I want to play um and I'm realizing that it's 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 going to be really hard to catch up like it honestly might be next to impossible so this is you know where I come with this today so I have been seeing this rhetoric on social media for like co- a long time um you know someone is poor and they spend money on something and everybody suddenly Uh, comes out of the woodwork to tell you what you're doing wrong and that you shouldn't do that and you should be saving your money and I mean it's like the same rhetoric with like oh you can't pay your rent maybe lay off the lattes and avocado toast it's the same sort of thing and like you can be poor and still have things I have been poor my whole life and there were times, yeah, I didn't have TV. We didn't have a a vehicle. We didn't have a home, but even when we didn't have a home, like my mom still had, I mean, this was before cell phones, but like, we still had things. Maybe we had gifts that someone had given us for nice clothes or nice shoes. So like, you know, you see a poor person with a really nice phone or a really nice pair of shoes or like, um, an expensive backpack or or something and then people immediately judge to this assumption that like oh you must not really be poor because you have that and like there's a lot of layers to this and I I don't think that I'm gonna do the best job of saying what I want to say um the first time around so this will probably be a series and I um I'm gonna hope that I can like learn and build off of this as well but it's like, if you're poor, it's a moral failing and you are no longer allowed to do anything fun or anything nice or have anything good for yourself. And that is an attitude. And this is like something that I've been talking about with my therapist a lot. Like that is a burden that like I have been carrying for my entire life. And it's not my burden to carry. Society has put that burden on my shoulders because of the attitude that we have towards poor people like, oh, well, you can't really be poor if you have that or like maybe you shouldn't be spending money on that since you're poor and like that's why I've gotten into this cycle of like pushing myself to the absolute brink and limit of my capacity until I burn out. And then I have to decrease my working capacity, which means I'm decreasing my income, which means I am getting behind on bills. Because even when I was making good money, I'm just barely making enough to stay afloat. So any inconvenience, any emergency, and that safety net is gone. And so this is the cycle that I have been in for almost six years, that it's like, Okay, so society says I can't have any nice things. I can't do anything fun because like I'm poor. So I need to put the money towards not being poor so that I cannot be a poor person because being poor is bad. So there was literally, and like this was before I went to partial for the first time, like I there was a period where I didn't absolutely nothing, and that is not an exaggeration. Like, um, you know, I'm lucky that I have a partner who's able to cover the bill on certain things, but like I was paying all of my bills. We're doing 50, 50. So like periodically he'd like front me on things and lend me money. And with him, it's a little easier because, you know, I know he's not going to charge me an interest rate and like, he's not going anywhere. And, you know, even if we do break up, I am the type of person that I will pay him back because that's like, money has always been such an issue that like, I am not going to, um, to fuck with someone else's money. So, you know, I have, a lot more flexibility and a lot more leeway than some other poor people do. Um, But even still, I did literally nothing. I was not going out. I was not getting takeout. I was not treating myself to anything. You know, you go and you're in the store. I wasn't getting myself a candy bar here and there or like, oh, I'm just gonna treat my, like, you know, I had a bad day. I wanna go get so I literally did nothing. There were things like my, Shoes had holes in them, and my feet were getting soaked whenever it rained. I didn't have good rain boots. My winter coat for years was ripped because, like, I just couldn't afford to get a new one. And you really, and you end up, you're prioritizing. Like, it's like, oh, you know what? Like, I can, I can suffer a little bit here so that I can put money here. And I literally did nothing for myself. I had absolutely nothing and it was making me miserable and I finally got to the point where I'm like you know yes I am poor but I am also allowed to spend my money on things that make me happy because at the end of the day like I really don't know that I'm ever going to not be poor just because that's the way the system is set up it is set up to keep the poor people poor and to keep pushing them down that fucking ladder So why, and my therapist has talked to me about this too, why am I going to spend all of my energy and all of my time trying to climb this ladder that I never have a chance of getting to the top of? I might as well stay on the rung of the ladder I'm at where I'm not comfortable, but not completely miserable. Like it still sucks and it's not fun to be there. But like, if me spending money on something periodically to make me happy so that my life is a little less miserable to help with my self-care and it ends up taking some money away from some bills that I'm never going to be able to catch up on I'm gonna do it and like you know I had so I've been crowdfunding for um you know since like November because I I lost my job. I was on unemployment. I was um, out of work. My working capacity is greatly reduced. I've had a bunch of emergencies. I had dental emergencies and a vet emergency for my cat. Like it was a really rough few months and financially put me in a very bad spot. So I've been crowdfunding, but I also have bought tickets to go to some concerts and like concerts for me or like shows. Like I go to smaller venues and smaller artists. Usually I have like periodic artists. Like I went to Lizzo and I go to see some bigger people. But for the most part, like the the tickets for the shows that I go to are less than $30. I am old now, so I don't like drinking usually. So if I do drink, I'll do it beforehand. So I don't even really spend money when I'm out at the shows. Except for maybe water and like a drink. So like I'm only spending... And, you know, I have like five shows, let's say that they were all $30, that would be $150 that I am putting towards something for myself to help me cope with this capitalistic hellscape that I'm in, where I'm constantly being belittled for the job that I have for the money I don't have for the situation I was born into um you know like I'm neurodivergent I'm disabled I'm on a like I have a lot of uh, a lot of a gap between some other more privileged white folks than myself and I hesitate to share that I'm going to these shows Because I'm worried about the interpretation of people who, like, don't know the full story, don't have the context, and see that I am asking for help and donations, but then they're like, oh, well, you're spending money to go to this concert, though, so, like, do you really need the help? And, like, yes, I really fucking need the help, but I'm also allowed to go and do things that make me happy. Like, I don't understand Why, Like, being poor is punishment enough. I don't understand why we feel the need as a society to continue to punish the poor people by telling them, no, you have to deprive yourself of every single fucking thing that is good in life um, so that you cannot be a dirty poor anymore. Um, And I also want to just recognize that I am a poor white person. And so the struggles that I am going through are much less intense than that of poor people of color who have more obstacles and more barriers to overcome. Um, the color of my skin and the areas that I've lived in um, have given me a lot of privilege and enabled me to navigate this system a little bit easier. But like that also, like I, I am struggling so much. Like it's literally, I live paycheck to paycheck my entire life. And yeah, maybe I wouldn't have lived paycheck to paycheck if I didn't treat myself here and there, but like money isn't real credit scores aren't real like why am I going to kill myself and drive myself insane and make myself completely miserable to improve my credit score which is this fake number that was made to punish poor people and poor people of color specifically to keep them poor. Like, why am I going to make myself miserable to try and like win at capitalism when that's not what I fucking want to do? I want to be a good person. I want to make a difference. I want to help people. And I want to be able to like support myself and get by with like a little bit of wiggle room so that I can do things I enjoy. So I can go finish the tattoo that I have started. So I can go to an expensive concert. So I can treat myself and go out to a fancy dinner if I want. Like, it's just... It's so hard to see that, that rhetoric that like, I really can't understand how you're going to say like, should I spend money on this or pay rent or pay my bills? And it's like, when you're constantly in a space of not being able to pay your bills, like is me spending $20 on a ticket or uh $30 to go get my nails done is that really going to make or break it like <laughs> it's a it's a pebble in the ocean like it, it's it's going to do nothing so i'm just like i don't i don't understand um why why people feel the need to shame poor people for their choices when instead we could shame society we could shame our leadership our government for the systemic issues that have put people in that situation, like poor people are not poor by and large by any fault of their own. Like there are certain people that, you know, spend money recklessly and all this stuff and like, but I I really do think that at the root of that, any of these quote-unquote harmful behaviors that people engage in are coping skills. They are defense mechanisms. It is how people are trying to survive the day-to-day. So if someone is recklessly spending money, you know, I challenge them to get like there's some reason why that's happening. And I guarantee you that if you dig deep enough, that reason is going to be tied back into capitalism and the patriarchy and racism and sexism. Like it's, it's going to be tied into that. So really people that are spending recklessly like it, yes, they have responsibility, but it's also not entirely their fault. It is a burden that has been put on them by society by this hustle culture that we all have to grind, grind, grind. And we all have, and it's also kind of like being miserable and like hating your life and your job is glorified. And like, I'm not fucking about that. Like I have spent so much of my life wanting to be dead and hating myself that if a silly little concert ticket brings me some fucking joy, I am going to buy that ticket because- I am just like, really trying not to take things for granted. Um, I've had a lot of people in my life that have had a lot of loss over the past few years, especially since this pandemic started. And like, I am just holding everybody that I care about closer and tighter. And especially when it comes to like music. And that's the thing too, like, with material things, I understand the the judgment a little bit more. Like, I can see that. Like, oh, do you really need another bag? Do you really need another stuffed animal? Those sorts of things. Although, like, plushies and everything, that could be, like, a comfort thing. And we could get into the whole other thing. But when it comes to, like, experiences and doing things and experiencing them with community, that's a whole other thing. Like, com- community is going to heal us as a society. And for me, I've talked about this before, I find so much community in music. Um, specifically with, um, you know, getting together and bonding with people over the music that we love and just, like, being at a concert, like, I think that that is an important thing to do. Like, I'm going to challenge you and be like, oh, you don't think, you think it's stupid to spend money to go on an experience and build community with people, but, like, building that community is how we are going to be able to start breaking down this broken, well, it's not broken, the system is built this way on purpose, but so we can, tear down this fuck up, fucked up system and and replace it with something better where, you know, people aren't treated like machines. I just, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on this. And I I prefaced that it was gonna kind of be all over the place. And, you know, it might be, but I, you know, I haven't been able to sleep lately. I have a lot on my mind. I'm super anxious and, and dealing with a lot so I'm not sleeping. I woke up at 1am and I went on Twitter, which was a bad idea. Cause then I was seeing all these, all these threads and it was making me think of things and I was just really inspired and I got up. So like I'm sleep deprived. I also was recording this at like 5am. Um, <laughs> So it might not be the most polished episode. It might be really um, tanginy and that's okay. Um, Cause I'm going to come back and I'm going to revisit this, but Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm sick of people hating poor people. I'm sick of like caring about money. Like I'm, I'm just sick of it. Like money is not real. Credit scores aren't real. Like someone made these things up. Like I could be eating fruit floating in the ocean, like without a job. Like I I just like, it's, it's so bizarre that we we created this system and we let it control and ruin everybody's lives um i don't know please stop shaming poor people for their choices like you really have no say in how someone spends their money or what they do with their money and if they are choosing to maybe be late on a bill or a rent payment um you know, I I, I guarantee you, that there's a lot more to it than just them being stupid and making dumb decisions. That's really all I wanted get. What I wanted to get into was that, like, you know, we're we all need to stop making assumptions, get curious about things, ask questions, get more information. I think the more informed that we are, the easier it is for us to see where other people are coming from. So I, I don't know. I hope that this um, hit home for some people. I don't know. It was really kind of a ranty episode too. I was just like, I'm pissed off. I'm seeing this a lot and I want to talk about it. So let me know your thoughts. Like I would love to hear from you if you're in a similar spot, if you want to come on the show and share your experience with poverty and being poor. Like Hell to the yes, email me. I want to talk to you. I want to hear your stories. I wanna share your stories so that we can start these conversations. Um, because without these conversations, uh no change is going to happen and we're just gonna be stuck in this endless hellish cycle. Um so I wanted to start doing a new um segment at the end before we sign off. Um, so I wanted to share something that I'm grateful for right now. Um And the thing that I'm grateful for right now is actually my new job, which I am surprised to say because I have, you know, if you listen to the mini mode on Monday, I'm kind of freaking out about it and it feels like a lot and I'm not sure if I'm cut out for 40 hours, but I'm really enjoying the job. Like, I feel like I'm really good at it. There's a lot of fun things that I'm doing. And I don't entirely hate it. I mean, it's only two weeks in, but I am grateful that I'm enjoying my new job. What are you grateful for? Share it with me. Send me a DM, reply to the show, send an email. Remember when you share things that you are grateful for, that helps to um, strengthen those new neural pathways. Um, So you are more primed to see the good things. So yeah, with that, keep trying to get through the Menti B's and crying in those shubbies. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining for another episode. You can find the show on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at crying underscore and underscore pod and on Facebook at crying and and pod. You can also find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at L-E-X-G-O-N-G-I-V-I-T-2-Y-A underscore. If you'd like to email the show, feel free to send us questions, comments, episode suggestions, and any other feedback you want us to see to cryingandtryingpod at gmail.com. The best way for a small independent podcast like us to grow is for our listeners like you to share your favorite episodes with your friends you can also rate leave a review and follow the show on your preferred streaming platform and engaging in any of our social media posts will always help us be more visible if you would like to support the show with a small one-time or monthly donation you can do so through our podcast page on anchor or through the buy me a coffee page where blog posts related to the show are posted all donations, no matter how small, go right back into the show so I can continue bringing you high-quality episodes. I am a proud member of the PodPros community and utilize PodMatch to connect with many amazing guests. This podcast is researched, recorded, produced, and edited by me, Lexi Hamsmith, using Anchor by Spotify. Thanks for listening.